0: It's time! Drew Doherty and John Harris have their white coats and their goggles on. And they're ready to talk
1: Texans
0: in a different sort of way. Uh, Let's go in the lab.
1: That's right. It's in the lab, and I'm Drew. You're John, John Harris. Good to see you. Good to see you, my man. How you doing? Good to hear you. Uh, I'm great, and uh, David Cardinal is a loyal listener out there. He loves that intro. He believes in how earnest it is, how serious it is, (laughs) and he's he's a huge fan of ours. He's been a loyal listener to these podcasts. He's a great Texans fan. He's the parliamentarian as well of the Rod Stewart and the Faces fan club up in the Upper Northwest, Idaho, Oregon, Washington area. But today, John... We're talking about the draft, and since we like to nerd out and go in the lab, we come up with different ideas about things, and today, we're going into the mystical wonderland of what the Texans would do if they had the fourth pick. Now, they traded that fourth pick last year to get Deshaun Watson, and you and I both agree we love that trade, and we do it over again. Now,
0: keep in mind, we didn't know at the time it would be the number four pick. No. No we at the time figured
1: it's gonna be like 30 yeah. 29 maybe yeah maybe 32 if things go right absolutely but we thought we thought it was That's gonna what go we well thought. yeah and it ended up being the fourth pick yeah either way still
0: worth it yeah still so, oh, all died all day every day
1: and before we go hardcore into this thing okay and get going we want to remind you: you can listen on itunes stitcher and tune in leave us a review as well if you do those things because we want to get better we want you to love us but most of all we want you to listen to In the Lab and all the other Houston Texans podcasts. But, John, okay, we've got two scenarios here in this podcast. The Texans are drafting fourth overall, and they don't have Deshaun Watson because they didn't didn't make that trade last year. So he's gone elsewhere. He's elsewhere in the league doing his thing. So the Texans, who knows what they would have done with Tom Savage for 16 games at quarterback. Well they'd they'd be picking fourth because that's what we're doing here. Yep. But yep. okay. Sure. Uh, what do the Texans do? You're the GM. No Deshaun Watson, you got the fourth overall pick. I'll start with you.
0: Well at that point you need a quarterback. So here's the question. At at some point, if you didn't have if you didn't have Deshaun Watson in tow, what decision would you have made before you got to the draft? The free agents that were out there, we we all know there were two of them, Case Keenum and Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. You had a lot of money under the cap. Would you have made a play for Kirk Cousins? Would you have gone back to the well with Case Keenum? I, I don't know that you would have, but maybe I think a lot of people around here would have been pretty happy about that. But sure. could you have? I don't know. Would you have broken the bank? Would you have been in a race with the Vikings to go get Kirk Cousins first? Or would you have said, look, we've... We're going to have our pick of quarterbacks because there are five of them in this draft. We're going to have our pick of quarterbacks, so let's just sit tight at four. Or maybe at that point, maybe you work a deal and move we'll up two spots to the Giants to make sure you get one of the two quarterbacks after the Browns.
1: Or would you have pounced on the uncertainty and the rumors of discord in New England and made a trade for Tom Brady?
0: Maybe so. Yeah. Maybe so. Now... If you didn't draft Deshaun Watson, would be, there have been a way to get Jimmy Garoppolo out of? And see, I don't think so. I think be- if you look at the trades Belichick has made, the big, everybody says, well, you know, he's traded guys. Jamie Collins. Well, yeah, Collins went to the Browns, and the, the the Patriots are not threatened by the Browns. He then traded Chandler Jones where? To the Cardinals.
1: He wouldn't have traded him here because he knew. No even though you're not in the no division. He, he, he has enough respect. Right. There's no he, chance. He knows you're probably going to see him again. Right. In the playoffs, your hope is that your time, you. Time, yeah.
0: your hope is that he would have allowed Garoppolo to get all the way to free agency, and then you pounce at yeah. that point. But did not so Garoppolo's off the table. That that prob that to me would have been number one in the boat. That would have been my option had had he had he been there. Um, but that's that obviously did not happen. So I think knowing that free agent quarterbacks have not always been the the rock stars we. He went to that well with Brock Osweiler. Mm -hmm. Didn't go well. Kirk Cousins obviously had more cachet because he had played more in Washington. Pro Bowl results. He had done it at that level and done it very well. So I could have seen going sort of all in to go after Kirk Cousins. You don't get him. All right, let's go after one of these rookie quarterbacks. Now, to me, with what we've seen with Deshaun and knowing how the offense is changing around Deshaun, I would love Lamar Jackson. So he would be – who would be your choice? I would. I would pick Lamar Jackson. Okay. I would. I just think at number four, you're probably not going to get a Darnold, or and I don't. I wouldn't want Josh Allen. Uh, I think Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen would be a very interesting fit. And I know people would say that's who oh, I that's, he would.
1: That's who I would have gone with. He, if you don't have Deshaun Watson. Yeah. I would have gone with Rosen. I like. I like Rosen.
0: Or could he get along with Bill O'Brien? Yes, absolutely. I think that's the one thing about Bill O'Brien with his players. He's, I mean, he's excellent with players, and he's handled players of all. The, I mean, Coach Randy Moss, he's been around Tom Brady. I think that
1: that respect factor, Josh Rosen would have that coming into the building. And I still don't think we know exactly who Josh Rosen is. I mean, we we've seen stuff, we've heard stuff, but we don't have the the complete picture of what he's like on a daily basis. So. I just get the I get the feeling he's kind of misjudged a little and misread yeah a little, a little bit
0: a little bit but what I mean I think a lot of people played in the fact that Jim Morris said that he would take Sam Darnold over yeah. Josh Rosen I think that played in a lot of people's minds I don't think anybody's going to know that There going be 31 other teams that are going to live on what they feel like their scouts told them because only one team is going to have Josh Rosen yeah but I think to me Rosen's the kind of guy that with cerebral football people around him he'll yeah. respect them. yeah he'll respect them. Um, because to me, Rosen loves to compete. I think that's the the biggest misnomer, or he doesn't like football. Whether he does or he doesn't, he loves to compete. Yeah. And, and he'd, that's, get that, he'd get that here. He'd yes. Get that, I think he'd get that no su- support system. No doubt. Here. Now, I, I wouldn't be down on Rosen at all. I wouldn't be down on Donald at all. I. I, I Baker, <sighs> Baker <sighs> would be interesting. Donald
1: scares me, man. He just. Uh, Why? The turnovers, man. They just, uh,
0: yeah, you know how many interceptions Deshaun threw his I last know, year? At I know,
1: but it's just different, man. Like, Deshaun did stuff. I mean. Yeah,
0: Darnold got USC back to Roseville for the first time in I don't know, I know how long.
1: I know I, he just scares me. He scares me. If I, if I, how about this? If I don't take Josh Rosen, who that's what I'd do if the Texans are in the scenario, mm. I would trade back a few spots perhaps to snag Jackson. I think
0: that's that's probably in play. It, the one thing w- becomes with this draft that becomes very interesting is and, and I've played this scenario out in my head. In fact, I was just talking about it a little while ago uh, with my buddies down at College Station on tech Sag Radio. They said, kind of play this out. And I said, okay, the Browns go Josh Allen at one. If Josh Allen goes at one, there's a good chance that the Giants do go Sam Darnold because the Giants do like Darnold. Well, if that happens, then number three's got to be a quarterback. That's the Jets, so mm-hmm. widely rumored that Baker Mayfield's going there. So that's three quarterbacks off the board in the top three picks. The Browns are sitting there at pick number four, and there's only two quarterbacks left, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Now, both of them have warts. All these quarterbacks have warts. They've all got great things they can do. Out with that big arm, Jackson with his mobility out of the pocket and the things that he can do as a playmaker, there's going to be a mad frenzy for pick number yeah. four. And guess who would have had pick number four in that scenario? Mm-hmm. The Texans. Mm-hmm. Now, at that point, if the Texans had gotten a Kirk Cousins or even a Case Keenum, somebody of that ilk that they felt like they could rely on, they could have shot that number four pick. They could have picked up a bounty of picks because teams are now desperate at that point. They could have gotten Buffalo to come out. hey, you want Josh Allen? Come on up, boys. you got to move up eight picks, and it's going to cost you. Yeah. We're going to get your one next year. We're going to get your two next year, and we're going to take both your ones this year. Yeah. You're going to do it? They need quarterbacks, quarterback, so I would imagine they would do that. Giddy up. So to me, that, that's one scenario. Now, the other scenario is if they go Darnold or Mayfield number one. If they go Darnold number one, then the Giants probably go Barkley. And so there's not as, there's not as hot a ticket sitting at number four because you're only going to have two quarterbacks off the board as opposed to three. So that changes things if the Browns go Darnold because I do think the Giants, the Giants are then the key. Apparently they like Darnold. We'll find out how much. But it could also be that the Giants are just locked in on Barkley. Maybe they're locked in on Quentin Nelson. But I think Giants are gonna end up feeling calls all ten minutes. I think at the end of it, they're gonna end up coming back to the fact that it's Barkley or wow. Darnold. I think it's Barkley or Darnold okay. for the Giants. And because it's Darnold, that changes everything of what happens in the next three, four picks.
1: Okay, to recap, so in the scenario the Texans don't have Deshaun Watson at quarterback and they're still picking fourth overall, you're going with Lamar Jackson. Uh yeah,
0: I'm gonna go with Lamar Jackson. Heck I'm, yeah. I'm We're gonna, gonna go change with, things. I'm
1: gonna go with Josh Rosen. Although I would do a trade back if I knew I could get Lamar Jackson. So we'll go with that. I like it.
0: Hey, if you're thinking about trades, yeah, how about our friends over at Mattress Firm? You want to tune into our draft coverage this weekend to see if the Texans will make a trade because if they do, and so can you, Mattress Firm will offer a discount for you to trade in your mattress if the Texans make a trade in the draft. If you're ready to swap, Mattress Firm will give you 25% off mm. if the Texans make a trade. Any round, any round off ends May 6th, so hurry in and make your trade safe. So Brian Gain can help out a lot of people that need a mattress, with our buddies over at Mattress from the official a Mattress Retail. A good night's retailer sleep of is of the utmost importance. Of and course. you know what else is
1: important? Listening to us on iTunes, yes. Stitcher, and TuneIn, please leave us a review there because we want to get better. We want you to love us, but most of all, we want you to listen. Okay, so that's one scenario. Now the other scenario is the Texans are picking fourth. Mm-hmm. They, okay. have, they didn't trade away that pick, but they still wound up – for some reason, with Deshaun Watson, maybe they said, "Okay, we'll swap these 17 first rounders, and you'll get our 19th first rounder." But we got to have next year's first rounder, so they still have Deshaun. Okay. 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 Or they did something else. They, they, they got a, they got Deshaun. They added a player, and they you know they they have Deshaun. Okay. Everything is how it went, and you've got the fourth pick with the current roster. What are you gonna do? you got lots of options here, John. I
0: do have lots of options. I do. I think it goes back to a couple things. Number one, that trade-down scenario mm-hmm. would – I think the trade-down scenario wouldn't be a bad one because a couple things. What's What in your mind, Drew, is the biggest need for this team heading into the draft? Left, Still. Left tackle. Okay. There aren't many of them. But there are at least some options earlier in the draft. If you felt like you loved Mike McGlinchey, who apparently is going to go top ten, now I have him somewhere in the thirties or maybe forty on mine because I just I don't think that I think he's ready to be a right tackle, and I'm just not ready to put a top Ugh. ten. I don't think I'm ready to put a top ten grade or top ten pick on a guy that I have graded in the thirties and forties just Same. because he plays that position. So to me, I don't know that trading down because the Texans. If I said to you drew going into the season, what are the open? What are the open positions on this team? Open starting positions. Left tackle. Left tackle, potentially. Maybe right tackle, so you obviously got to fill tackle. But you feel like Julione's going to get one of those spots. Mm-hmm. Chantrell's going to fight for another one. Rookie's going to be in a mix. So, okay, left tackle. Where else? I don't know that I would say there's this burning need for anything else. Like just die and have maybe a corner. I'm going to give you a player at number four that I have not seen in the top ten, but I think for the Texans, and the Texans have rarely if ever drafted this position, and I know they've bolstered the secondary, but Derwin James from Florida State, love it. 6'3", 215, an absolute – now you're taking him at four, or you're taking, taking, taking at, four at four, or you're moving back a little. bit? I'm taking there. him at four. Okay. okay, I'm taking him at four because okay. here's what's going to happen. I think. I think draft rooms have been looking at that guy. They've been looking at his 2015 film when he was fully healthy as a freshman. They saw him at the back part of 2017 healthy. Yeah. And they're putting it together, going, "That's what that guy can do. This guy's going to be a big time baller. Six three, two fifteen, can run, can hit, can play any position. That a linebacker. I
1: think that's the attractive part because they and they also it doesn't hurt. That Jalen Ramsey, one of his teammates, is in right. the league, and they they kind of project. You know how guys, right. sure. whoa, hey, he's from the same that type of thing. And he's got
0: that he's from the state of Florida. I don't like the word swagger, but he's got it. Mm-hmm. He is a bad dude. And you put that guy next to a guy like Tyron Matthew. Matthew helps mold him. You've got then if you want to play three safeties, you can play How Matthew James and James rolls into the box. You can interchange guys. Uh, Andre's rolled into the box a lot during his career at safety. Yeah. There's so much that you can do, and I know people are like, "Well, what about Saquon?" I still think Saquon's gone at two, so I just, I take him out of that scenario. Yeah. So at that point, the question becomes: Bradley Chubb as a pass rusher, and that's intri- That's intriguing. That's the way very, I'm going. Very intriguing. I'm jumping
1: in here. I'm jumping yep. in. That's what I'm going to do because it's very. To get, <sighs> there's no left tackle there. Quentin Nelson is very enticing, but. Yes. I mean, guards, you have them. And centers, you have them. I, th- I think you're going to be okay. But premium pass rushers are tougher to find. And let's add them to the mix because you've seen injuries here. Whitney was down last year. Mm-hmm. Watt was down the last yep. two years. Clowney struggled his first two seasons. What's to say that, you know, God forbid something happens to him? Let's come at you in waves. I'm always yep. saying this. Come at the passer. Yep. Come at the quarterback in waves. Bradley Chubb can help you do that. Yep. I, let's yep. let, let's let, Let's let Romeo Cornell get creative again. He'll figure out a way to get these guys on the field. He'll coach them up. He'll, he'll, I mean, let's get this defense back to where it was two years ago. Maybe make it better. Mm-hmm. Let's get some, some more turnovers. And how do you do that? You put lots of pressure on the quarterback.
0: I just saw a stat here uh, on Twitter from uh, Danny Kelly, who writes for had written for field goals. This is a really good Seattle Seahawks site. Mm-hmm. Last five years, first-round picks. 13 edge rushers have gone number one. The next closest, wide receiver, offense tackle, eight each. Yeah. In the century, top 10, 31 edge rushers have gone in the top 10. Quarterbacks, 28 of them. So there's definitely been a premium on edge rusher, and that's why I've always – if you can lock a guy up that uh, has those skills, especially even for a team like the Texans, those are the two guys I had in mind. Yeah. I thought about Nelson, and I've thought a lot about Nelson.
1: And he's attractive; he's it very much so. But I just kind of felt like I put him down there initially mm-hmm. as my first, but then I thought, what's easier and what makes more of an what's what's easier to get, and who makes more of an impact? And it, here's led me. That's what led me to Chubb.
0: Here's here's where here's where I'm gonna watch this. I'm gonna try and satisfy two needs with this. Brian Gain was in Buffalo, right? Yeah. Buffalo's got two picks. Buffalo needs a quarterback. Got Deshaun, right? So Buffalo needs a quarterback. Calls to Brandon. He says, hey, Brandon, let's make a deal. Give me your two ones. Move on up. We'll throw in a a fourth this year, and you come on up to number four and you get your quarterback. And Bean says, okay, so now the Texans have got 12 and 21. Now you you could scratch two itches there. You can go ahead with 21, I think, and get Harold Landry which I, I think he's maybe the best edge rusher in this draft. I think Chubb is the most complete guy. I think Landry's the most dynamic. I don't okay. think he plays the run exception well, but I still think he can do a lot of different things. To me, he reminds me a lot of Whitney coming yeah. out. But I think he's a little bit more dynamic as a pass rusher coming out. If he you could learn like Whitney, my goodness, you put Harold Landry. And then the other pick. Landry you draft, at 12? You, no, Landry at 21. You take McGlinchey at 12. Oh,
1: okay. You
0: take the tackle at 12. Or, or here's what you do. You move down to
1: twelve and twenty-one, and then you move back up, and you try and go get Nelson. How about this? How about you take you take Landry at twelve, and you take Darius Geis at twenty-one.
0: Now that's intriguing. That's very different. You go, very, a, different, that's very you go a different direction. You, you do. You go a different direction. You Get a playmaker
1: that. on each side. You do. Because I, I man, I love Geis.
0: I know. I'm a big fan of his. I mean, I, I sat
1: next to him on the plane home from I combine. Had had a it nice was, conversation with him. It was it. funny watching you two
0: talk to each other. Yeah. The uh, I was very envious. I'll be honest. <laughs> He's, he, he, there's no question. Now, there, there's been some talk about Geis off the field and you know, he's kind of silly and a little immature. I'm like, I, whatever. Yeah, he, I mean, seriously, the tackles, guys, okay. gonna, how many of these guys do you think walk in the building and are like polished, you know, yes or no sir, just perfectly mature in everything that they do?
1: No. Score touchdowns. Score t- he's a home run hitter.
0: But I heard about, but I, I, mean, I thought about Derwin James and I know some people say, well, you could trade out a 12 and get James. I don't think so. I think, one, I think it's gonna going to happen on draft nine. I think there's going to be a surprise. Of Derwin James. I actually have him in my mock for the Washington Post going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at number seven. Mm-hmm. I just think people are going to wise up and go, that dude. And and look, you don't take safeties in the top 10 a lot, but
1: a guy like that. He's not a pure safety. He's not. Right. He's I more say, than just that. He actually is a pure safety, but he's also a lot of other things. Yeah, absolutely. He, and he, I think in this defense. He's multidimensional. In this defense, he has
0: a ton of value. Uh-huh. So if you wanted to do that, you could parlay four into. McGlinchy and Harold Landry you could do what what you just said Landry and Geis and then at that point continue to attack the third round yeah uh for offensive tackle if you feel really good about Julian which I, after watching the Steelers and Colts games again at the end of the year I felt a lot better yeah about Julian than I know a lot of people do because I know a lot of people didn't go back and watch those games in fact I didn't even watch them until until February because I just didn't have the heart to watch those two it was kind of Maybe this
1: hey maybe we're looking at a situation like 2009, 2010 where and it, it, this could be a stretch. It probably is a stretch. But maybe we're looking at I you gonna know, say. Arian Foster yep. is in the building. But, you know, let's go out and get a running back. You go out, you get Ben Tate, who, by all accounts, was going to be good. Yep. Started out nicely. And then his ankle exploded in the first preseason game. So it was Arian's job. Yeah the whole way through and he never looked back. Maybe that's what's gonna happen with, with Julio and Davenport.
0: I mean that would be great. I uh, if I it's mean pie in the
1: sky, but you know, you know, No, there's no doubt. I mean, something look, to consider.
0: It's it's happened before. I mean, you know, AJ Boyer, mm-hmm. Arian Foster, guys that were undrafted later on picks. I I it's it's fun to think about. I got that question the other night and I actually said taking Nelson at four would be something that I would do, but the more I thought about it it was like I feel like with the the number of players they've thrown at the guard in interior positions that they the requisite value between a Derwin James at four and the guards they have versus taking Nelson and then taking the next best safety, true safety. I was like, you know, I'll go with I'll go with James and what currently is here. But was mm-hmm. funny because when I first saw the when I saw the first mock draft after the season, the Texans were at four. Somebody had mocked Derwin James to them, and I just remember being really upset. Like, <laughs> damn it! I Why wish they us? had him. Why can't that be? I us? really yeah. wish they had him. So, All right. I, I don't think they end up. I don't think they end up trading up uh, on night one. But it is kind of fun to see where uh, where a guy like Derwin James. It, I just, I just feel like he's going to end up being a guy at safety where people are like, "How in the heck did he get the pick number such and such?" Yeah. Because I watch him, and I see Sean Taylor. He's not wow. he's not a he's not completely Sean Taylor. He's not as he's not as great with the ball skills in the middle of the field like Taylor was. Mm-hmm. That's what made Taylor special. But boy, you see a lot of the same things. A lot of the same things.
1: Okay, so to recap, if the Texans had not lost Deshaun Watson in the trade. So Deshaun Watson's on the team and they're still picking four. Right. You would go with Derwin James from Florida State, the safety. Really D B. And then I'd go with Bradley Chubb, the uh the pass rusher to the defensive end. Interesting,
0: because all the talk has been about what? Offensive tackle. Yeah, but I don't, think, I don't think there's a good line. enough offensive tackle there. for You know, you. I'll give you another option at number four. What? Uh, which I still think is a, just a tad high, but I'm picking a number four. I take the best corner off the board, and that's Denzel
1: Ward. Yeah. That dude's a glue stick. I considered that. You know what else I considered? Taking one of the quarterbacks and holding him for ransom. I'm gonna go with the, the only reason I wouldn't do it with That's, one of the, it's just getting a little too cute. That's why I didn't do it.
0: Yeah, the only thing I I think about that is oh well, you'll spin him later for whatever else. Well, that was the thought with Garoppolo, yeah. in, in New England. It took you a and while. They got a they basically got a second. They got a second for Garoppolo. Well, that they they used a a second on him.
1: But I'm really saying later in the draft, later in the evening. Spin, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spinning away, not yeah. not for years. I got anyways. you. Well, John, this was a lot of fun, and we want to remind yeah, you, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, you can listen all those ways. Leave us a review. We want to get better. We want you to love us. We want you to listen. And thank you for checking us out on, in the lab. John, this time in a week when we do it, we're going to be breaking down something in an odd way, what the Texans did in the draft, and I can't wait, because I can't wait to see the new crop of guys coming in, what they got, what they're going to look like, and how this transforms this roster. It's going to be fun.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to it. Tomorrow night, Thursday night. If you listen to it on Thursday, then it's tonight. If you listen to us on Friday, then it was yesterday. Mm -hmm. But Friday's your big night because that's when the Texans will finally get on the clock. Brian Gaines, first, his inaugural GM draft voyage. voyage.
1: How about that? That's right. All right. Bye.